Baby, baby, what's good, what's good? I'm excited. I'm blessed, man. It, you know, it's funny. Um, I feel like I'm finally getting back to myself. And I might say this a lot, it might not, but I don't know, I just feel at peace and I feel like I'm in the right space and heading towards the right direction where I should be going in my life. I think if you're listening to this podcast, we all have places that we want to get to and we're pushing ourselves so hard. But, you know, the one thing the holidays does for a lot of us, I know for myself, is it puts things into perspective and it really helps kind of remember what you do it for. Remember why you do it. Remember the support system, the people behind you that are championing your talent, that are pushing you, that are looking forward and looking to see you succeed. Like it's so important and it's so huge to have that support system. I'm blessed to go back to Texas with my family and spend the holidays. I spent, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, had to get on that G5 on Sunday and come back to uh, New York where we have, uh, we're playing this whole week at. But I don't know, it's just, it's something beautiful about spending time with your family and, and loved ones. I talked about it on this week's episode, but for this talking tough, it's still like the lingering effect. It just... It just makes everything better. You know, this week I kind of got back to texting people, checking in and seeing how they're doing. And just the feedback that I'm getting back from them, it's kind of who I am anyways. If I go back and unpack why I do this podcast, it's to really pour into people. If I unpack that, why I even care about pouring into people. I've always been a relationship connection, you know, trying to be someone significant in somebody's life. And if I even take it to a point of why I played the game of basketball is to really bring joy and love and just helping people find that kind of sheer entertainment, find that sheer joy out of watching me play. So if I'm doing that to play the game, that connection, that relationship means so much to me in the one of the biggest things, biggest parts of my life. It's really why I do other things in my life. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, how do I serve in a practical way every day? You know, why I do this podcast is to serve, but it got into a point to where it's serving, 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 but it's not practical. And okay, I just got to put out this episode. Okay. I got to do this, um, guest with this guest and know their story, but it's not like practically serving people around me each and every day. Yeah, I do the talking tough tweets on Twitter and I try to put that out just because I know how important it is for somebody to have real truth in their life every single day. A little nugget of something. If it touches one person, that's all that matters. If it changes their perspective, the way they see their own life, that's all that matters. I think there's a lot of fluff and nonsense on social media. And just for me to do consistently every single day a message to pour in life, to speak in life to somebody else, I think it really would impact anyone who reads it. So that's why I do the hashtag talking tough on Twitter. And I posted on both I screenshot and I posted on my IG. I screenshot posted on the mind Bully podcast. And I think that's really important for people to see truth every single day. That's the way I practically serve. But I think even more so it needs to come to a point of me reaching out to people every day, me speaking with an actual human every day with literally nothing to gain on my end. And from an outside lens, I'm like, I don't do this for anything to gain on my end. It really is service. 
But it's like, if you're only strategically doing these episodes and doing these interviews, it's like, okay, it's kind of transactional. You need them to do the interview. Yes, it's a real intimate situation, but they're giving you the interview. You're giving them a story, showcasing their story. And when I put out this podcast, I'm giving you kind of content and you're giving me, I guess, viewers and listenership. When do I do something when nobody's giving me anything? If you're listening to this, when's the last time you did something for somebody else with nothing, absolutely nothing to gain? Because if you think about it, that's the most beneficial. And when you think about it, it's kind of like you still are gaining something like that little thought of, man, I really that satisfaction of doing something for somebody else with them not being able to do anything like you still get that satisfaction. But it's just like, I don't know, it means more when you know that it literally came from a point in a place of really trying to change that person's perspective or really trying to change how they see themselves or really trying to pour into their lives. It really does something different when you get that feedback or you get, you know, you can really help them solve their problems. I'm really, I get like my eyes and my ears prick up. I get so excited to really help and to be a factor in somebody else's life, whether it's advice, whether it's something I know, if I have any expertise in my life, of sharing with them, whether it's a connection, I can connect them with somebody that's a brilliant person in my life. I really get satisfaction with being the middleman or the liaison to their success. I don't know. I think, and many people need it, even in leadership. It's like you can motivate somebody to do something. Yes, but that's short term. I think motivation will push you there. It will push you to do the thing, but inspiration, keeping them inspired, mentally engaged, you know, towards something greater, seeing the greatness in them, regardless of what they do, like connecting with why they do something, the values that will birth the next them, like making sure they stay inspired and, and, and getting to that point. I think again, motivation pushes you there, but motivation or inspiration rather will pull you through, through the dark times, through the tough times, through you wanting to quit, through you wanting to give up, through just all the random occurrences in your life when you stop and are feeling unmotivated, that inspiration, that greater pur- purpose, that greater cause will pull you the rest of the way. I know that if you're listening to this and you're going into the year unmotivated, not knowing where to turn next, not knowing what to do next, I would say and ask you one question. Why? And it sounds weird. Like, I don't know why. That's literally why I feel unmotivated. I don't know why. But if you ask yourself that question of why and where'd you lose that motivation, why do you feel unmotivated? What are you doing to make you feel unmotivated? The last time that you did feel motivated, what were you doing? What are the things that usually make you motivated? What charges you up? What lights you on fire? I think a lot of times it's tough to kind of unpack and to find that answer when you're in the autopilot of your life. You're doing a job that you're working just for the money, money, money. And then you're coming home and just the random pressures of life and trying to provide and trying to level up and move and move. You really don't understand or 
can't understand what you actually like. And so you're in this rabbit hole of trying to impress not only the people around you, trying to find your community, trying to live up to the pressures of your parents, trying to just live up to this one version of yourself. But you're neglecting that little child that had that vision or had that passion towards something. You're neglecting that little child that really leaned into something at an early age. You're neglecting that little child because you think what that little child loved isn't feasible or isn't worth making a career out of or isn't worth even lending an ear or lending a hand towards that lane because ah, that's not practical. Ah, that's not realistic. You're you're forgetting that. And I think a lot of us do forget that along the way. I know that if you're listening to this and you are trying to figure out your why, the one thing I would say is go on a journey of self-exploration. You know, literally just now, just now, I, it's literally like 1 a.m. New York. And I'm watching the Red Raiders play. Some guy just punched the ball out right before the goal line. And I think that's a safety. That sucks. But I just literally, I'm in Long Island, about 30 minutes away on a train. Me and my teammate, shout out Kobe Simmons. We went to the city just to explore. And man, it was just so refreshing, honestly. It's just literally from Long Island. We got on a, uh, on a train. We call it the Lear. It's not we. Look at me. I think I'm a New Yorker. It's the L-I-R-R. I, I call it the Learjet because they got us in and out the city with no worries. I, I hopped on that little Learjet. First of all, we missed the first one. We were going the wrong way. It, picture this. I think I know what I'm doing. I go up to the platform and there's one going one way. No. Well, there's OK. Long Island is not in the city. We're going to Manhattan, whatever. So we go up one side of the train. And we're just like, yeah, we made it. And we see this guy just running off the train, like running off the platform. And we're like, I'm, I kind of made a joke. You know, I'm obnoxious. I'm like, where are buddy going? Like, where are we? We in the place to be, whatever. We look over when the train's supposed to come, lift our little eyes up, tilt our heads forward and see the train getting and unloading and picking everybody up on the other side, like on the other side. So we're like, oh, hell no. Let's run like him. Run like the wind. Get up there. That train is out of there. Had to wait an hour. So anyways, we get done with that. Finally get on the train, get to the city. And we just explore. We just do different things. He goes his way. I do mine. And man, it was refreshing. Because it's like whenever you open yourself up to a new place and you see new things, new people, things that you don't understand. You throw, throw yourself and vault yourself into a world that you're unfamiliar with. It kind of births just a new perspective. I think that's why a lot of people love traveling because it's like you see yourself differently. You see new possibilities. You see new opportunities. You just get that high, that rush of, man, like I feel different. Like you, you like that. It's a charge in exploration. I think if you're listening to this, how can you recreate that in your life within yourself? Meaning how can you get to a different perspective? You know, I think new opportunities, new possibilities will come only through new perspectives. And it's like, 
going into this new year, everybody's like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to get better at this, 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 this. But what if you don't? What if you need to just get to a perspective where you can recognize the skills you already have? Like you already have skills. You're already great. You already do things really well. You already can become the person that you actually want to be if you really unpack and know why and know what you want to do. And a lot of times, once you understand that the things that you literally, that lights you on fire, you already have the traits to do it. It's like, oh, it clicks. A lot of times people get so much better or, oh, how did this person grow or how did this person do this or how like things start looking effortless because they're finally doing the thing that they're honestly called to do. If you're listening to this, maybe I'm rambling, maybe I'm not. This is who Norris is. No disclaimers. I always do it all the time. Shut up. But anyways, I just think a lot of us just need to get to that perspective that will birth success. My job here is not to say any fluff or say any BS. I'm not that type of guy. (laughs) And saying that, I will say this. You are special. You are a one-on-one, uniquely, divinely crafted by Jehovah, you are the most high, crafted by Pops. So if Pops opened his little beautiful eyes and made you the way he is with the traits that you have, how dare you be unmotivated because you can't see it? When he gave you a brain to see it and to really sit with yourself and have moments of introspection to really dial in and focus on the traits he's blessed you with. Yeah, there's one thing to have talent and you have that raw, sheer talent. But once you understand and really recognize and really have a perspective to recognize the talent that you have, boom, then comes teachability. Talent plus teachability will get you to the place that you want to be, the person you want to become. But it's only through going through that process. And a lot of times we don't even get to the talent part of recognizing the talents that we have towards the thing that we're doing because we're either worried about the money. This going to get it. This going to grind or society grind, 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 get, get, get. But we never sit down with ourselves and say, maybe, (laughs) maybe God made me to do it differently. Maybe I can actually create my own lane. Yes, I got to be smart, secure the bag, whatever, but maybe it's worth it to actually be and live in all that I was called to do. If you're listening to this pod, and this isn't even an episode, it's talking tough, but I just have an urge right now to say, step back, take a pause, like my brother said. My brother was preaching and speaking to me. Step back, take a pause and really understand that, man, (laughs) you have the talent But it's just to get to that new perspective. It's just to get to that lens where you see your life the way God sees your life, where you see yourself the way God sees yourself. It's the hardest thing to do when you're in a tough environment, especially an environment that's not pouring into you, pouring life into you. It's sucking the energy dry out of you. (laughs) But you say new year, new me, right? Actually, you don't need a new you. You're good where you're at because that new year, new me without saying it subconsciously or just invariably it's saying that uh, this you that you were here wasn't good enough. 
So then you try to perform, perform, perform. New year, new me, new year, new me trying to be somebody else. No, <laughs> new year, same you. I like that. Same you. But understand the real you and understand the traits that you, actually you, have inside of you. Coming live from New York City. This is not New York City. This is Long Island, eh? Man, I like Long Island, man. This is late. Chopping it up. I met a lot of people. I met somebody cool on it. Met like a photographer on the little G5, the Learjet, on the way to the city. Man, no, that, you know, stereotypes are bad, man. People are nice, man. Maybe we're just, you know, friendly people. I know I'm friendly. I'm talkative, whatever. But people were nice today, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. People were nice. I didn't get any. I didn't feel anything. My hands were cold, though. Ooh, I was doing a lot of street photography and a lot of like um, recording vlogging style y'all know i'm really trying to get the edits down but literally the only reason i literally haven't posted on youtube i finally got like cleared the youtube cleared me good i'm all good to go but bro i don't know how to do it on this laptop bro it's actually hard like how do you put it together like every time i don't think my computer has enough ram so i'm like wait what do i do with that like yeah bro it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out <laughs> i ain't perfect but Good. No, I'm the kid that did. You feel me? And when I get to this mode where I'm just talking and just rambling, I probably should end the episode. So <laughs> bye.